0: Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim Alamin, wa salatu ala Rasulullah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi Since we didn't have the opportunity to do Saturday Night Sweetness last night I'm going to make the exception to do it tonight instead, inshallah So for the youth who are here, especially those grades 8 and younger You may want to pay, it's up to you, but you may want to pay a little extra attention To what's being covered Because there's going to be one trivia question afterwards, and there's an important manner when it comes to answering, you have to raise your hand, right? If you just yell out the answer, even if you're absolutely right, but if you don't raise your hand, and then, so you have to raise your hand, you have to get called on, and then you answer. If it doesn't go in that way, then you're basically giving the right answer to somebody else for free, so just make sure you raise your hand, inshallah. Tonight, we, uh, so I'll cover a few things uh, briefly. I'll uh summarize both extra short to make it work within the window of time inshallah the uh, the two the two ajzat, the two juz that I want to touch upon from last night just 23 and then tonight just 24 the first point that I want to mention from just 23 so again this is backtracking a little bit in surah yasin we find a beautiful ayah in which th- we hope that we're in this situation uh, may Allah grant all of us Jannah, Amir Rabbil Alameen, Salamun Min Salamun Min Rabbil Rahim. Peace, a word from an ever-merciful Lord. If we hope to end up in Darussalam, which is one of the names of Jannah, the, literally the abode of peace, then what we should do, what we have to do in this life is to try to live, share, and spread that peace that we hope to receive. And you find this constant theme in our deen. If you want to get something, then first you have to give it. So if I want to receive mercy from Allah Azza wa Jal, from the Most Merciful, then what I should do is I should give it. The Prophet taught us that both sides of the coin are true, for better or for worse. That for the Prophet taught us, yarhamuhum ar-Rahman. For those who are merciful, then the Most Merciful will show them mercy. And then there's the flip side of it. Whoever does not show mercy will not be shown mercy. Our deen is an active deen. Dalika dinul This deen is upright and it's active. It requires the individual to stand up straight and also to walk down the straight path. So we, we, we want straightness in a sense in both ways for us to stand up straight and to be upright because this is a deen of izzah. This is a deen of strength, of honor, of dignity. wa mu'minin. Any izzah that we have in reality, any honor, any dignity that we have in reality is from Allah Azzawajah. And Sayyidina Umar he warned he warned the Muslims, right? He warned the Muslims that if we were to seek honor in other than Islam, it's not gonna work. He said that we this was at his time, so there is that context, but it also applies to us now. At that time, he mentioned that Allah has honored us through Islam. And if we seek honor in something else, then we're going to lose that honor. So it's, 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 it's very binary in a sense. There's the one and there's the zero. There's Islam and then there's whatever else, but what is, what is the shape of a zero? At least now it's referred to in English, but the English numbers were originally Arabic numerals. That zero, it's a hole. It's empty inside. So whatever else it is, it falls in that pit essentially. So if we want to end up in Jannah, in Darussalam, and if we want to, to hear this message, Salamun mir Rabbir Rahim, what, what are the two key components in this, in this ayah? Peace and mercy. So if, if I want to receive peace, then I need to give it. If I want to receive mercy, then I need to give it. Fast forwarding now to Surah sa to Surah 38. It's very interesting when you look at the Qur'an, there is one there is one Prophet who Allah addresses directly and refers to him as Khalifa directly. Prophet Adam is referred to as Khalifa in the third person. But in this surah, we find the one reference in the Quran in which Allah says it directly to a Prophet. يا inna إنا جعلناك خليفة في الأرض فحكم بين nas. what's the prerequisite though this this ayah is not in a vacuum nothing in the quran is ever in a vacuum when you look at what occurred before this interestingly enough unintentionally and we need to keep in mind the status of the prophets is so high that something you know, for for, for, for us on, on, on the day to day, we you know we make all kinds of mistakes left and right, may Allah forgive all of us. The status of the Prophets is so high that even when Prophet Muhammad, even when, when he grimaces a little, even even when he frowns a little in the presence of one blind man, the blind man didn't even see him frown. Aba because, because of the status of the prophets and messengers, because it's so extremely high. That's why it's so specific and so particular regarding, regarding them especially. Prophet Dawud alayhi he was surprised when he found these two men in front of him and then he, by the end of the story, he would, he would realize that these were angels. There were two angels who came in human form, so from what he sees, there are two men who suddenly appear in front of him and this was in a place that he had that was basically guarded and you couldn't just have easy access to it. So all of a sudden, there are these two people who show up in front of him and one of them gives his side of the story that, you know, this is my brother. I had one animal, he had 99 and he was so eloquent, he convinced me out of that one and he took advantage of me basically. So Prophet Dawud ruled in his favor and then they vanished. And then he realized his mistake was, alayhi salam, that he didn't hear the other side of the story. As convincing as one side was, he did, and he's from, he's he's he has the role not just of a prophet, but also of a king, also of a judge. So that there, there are many layers to this. So especially from the from if someone has the seat of a judge, then there has to be, right? There there's the the, the prosecution and there's the defense. By default, there there has to be. And uh, an opportunity given to both sides. Now keep in mind though, he w- he was surprised. This just this popped up out of nowhere. So he gave his ruling and then they vanished, and he had, he realized immediately this is the deep self awareness that he had. He immediately realized that he didn't hear the other side of the story. So he falls into Sajda and asks Allah for forgiveness. Then you find Allah addressing him. And there's a parallel between the story here of Prophet Dawood and of Prophet Adam alayhi salam in Surah Al-Baqarah, where the term Khalifa is also used regarding him. A mistake was made, but the repentance followed immediately afterwards, and Allah forgave, because Allah is the most forgiving. If a person doesn't have the ability to apologize, to take accountability, Right? To, 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 to live this concept of tawbah, there's no way they're ready or prepared for any type of leadership. That, that has to be something embedded within, within that person. They have to have that ability that if they mess up to say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake and to apologize. It could be a husband or a father at home. It could be a manager at work. There are many different areas where this can apply. But these two go together. These two concepts go together. Leadership and the ability to seek forgiveness, these two have to be, they have to be paired together. We're going to fast forward to the end of Surah zumar in which we find the ayah of hope in ayah 53. So now we're moving on to just 24, in which Allah tells the Prophet to tell us that Allah is saying, O my servants who have wronged themselves... Ya عبادي عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ Don't despair in the mercy of Allah. لَا مِنْ Allah is willing to forgive all of our mistakes. Ghafur rahim. There's no doubt He is the most forgiving, the most merciful. This, this A gives so much hope to the person. That hope though has to be healthy hope. It has to be a hope that motivates and inspires a person to want to do more good and less bad. Not the opposite. If somebody, if they walk away from this ayah thinking that they can now justify doing more bad and less good because of how forgiving and merciful Allah is, that's the exact opposite of what's supposed to happen. Because in the ayah immediately after this, things are, the Qur'an is so perfectly balanced, you find the other side of things. This ayah gives so much hope and then in the ayah afterwards, wa إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ min qabli مِنْ قَبْلِ عَيَاتِيَكُمْ الْعَذَابُ thumma لَا تُنصَرُونِ if you don't take heed from this, then there are going to be serious consequences. We ask Allah to protect us from that. I'm going to, to fast forward, inshallah, to, uh, to Surah Ghafir, in which we find another name of the surah is Surah Mu'min. Ghafir is one of Allah's names, the most forgiving. Mu'min, meaning believer. rajulun, min The other name of the surah, Al-Mu'min, is in connection with the believer from the people of Pharaoh. Who who hid his imam. Eventually things get so difficult for him, he gets to a point where he says, إِلَّ إِلَّ اللَّهِ اللَّهَ He did everything that he possibly could within the position that he had, within the seat that he had at that table. He did everything that he could. It got so bad to the point where he ends up saying, I hand my affair over to Allah. Allah sees his servants. In the next ayah, Allah mentions the fruit that came from that. So Allah protected him from the evil that they planned. We ask Allah to protect all of us and all of our brothers and sisters throughout the world. The last ayah that I want to touch upon, and then the trivia question, is in Surah Fussilat. In Surah Fullah, you find most of the surah, except for the, the last page in, in this juz, there's this beautiful and famous ayah, and it's famous because of how beautiful it is. And we hope for this to be a reality whenever that time comes. Allah says, We don't have time to really give it to re- to really give it its due. But Allah is painting a picture here for us to hope for and work for. We can't just have empty hope. The hope has to be turned into action. If a person, if their car really needs gas, and they have one of those spare, spare tanks like the portable kind, and that already has gas in it, and they have that in, their, in the bed of their truck, for example, or in the trunk of their car, let's say their car actually runs out of gas, and they have that with them, but imagine they get out and they start pushing their car. It doesn't make sense. The whole point of having the fuel is to use it. The Qur'an is supposed to be like putting fuel in our hearts in terms of the tank of our iman, and then what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to use it. Even if you put actual gas in the actual tank, you don't just start walking home. The whole point of the gas is to use it. The whole point of the fuel is to use it. So Allah is painting this scene for us. Allah is giving us this imagery. For those who say their Lord is Allah, and they remain steadfast. They remain upright. They are upright and they also go down the straight path as best they can. And if and when they stumble, they get back up and they keep going. Because they have their eyes on the prize. They live with purpose. They live for a reason. They're not just going going through their day without any direction. The direction is Siratul Mustaqeem. Ya Allah, guide us down the straight path. Because that straight path is the only path that leads to Jannah. And it requires work, it requires effort, it requires sacrifice. When it comes to that light at the end of the tunnel though, when it comes to Darussalam, Allah is giving us this, this scene that even, so when the soul leaves the body, it leaves smooth and easy. Eventually this person, they end up in Jannah and Allah describes it in a way where even when you get whatever you want, that's just the appetizer, that's just the beginning. So it, it, it makes a person wonder, like, wait, how amazing must this be? Let's get there and find out. We ask Allah to help all of us to get there and to find out how truly amazing Allah's paradise is. Quick tri- Do you have the trivia question? What is this? Okay, so I'll, I'll do the du'a request and then the trivia question. Uh, please make dua for my niece She is very sick Her name is Maryam We ask Allah to heal her We ask Allah to grant her complete shifa And we ask Allah to make things easy for her family In terms of the In terms of um, The trivia question Who can tell me What was the name The, the trivia question is for grades 8 and under You gotta, you gotta raise your hand though the trivia question is, who can tell me the name of the Prophet who is mentioned in Surah Sad? Yes. Daul. Prophet Dawun We're going to move on to Tarawih, but I'll meet you over here and I'll give you your pieces. Now, tonight it's a, it's a special thing only because you know candy can give cavities. So because you answered it, I also have a fresh new miswak to give you, inshallah. So I'll meet you over here. Parents, please don't get mad at me. Please encourage your kids to brush their teeth. تزكى خير